This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real Per usual, as soon as we get off the air, the breaking news happens. Nevertheless, we'll take it. Xander Bogarts is now a San Diego Padre. And, uh, I mean, it's not a surprise. Welcome in, Gwen and Chris, Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. It's not a surprise, I don't think, uh, that the Padres came up with something. They seem to have their <laughs> their lines cast out in the ocean trying to get whatever big fish they can, and they pull up a Xander Bogarts. And, uh, <laughs> I can see him dangling from the end of a fishing rod. They pull up a Xander Bogarts, uh, uh, an excellent, excellent talent. Uh, how the pieces fit, I think this is uh, we'll figure it out on the way. But you just, it's hard to pass up this kind of talent, Chris. It's unbelievable, and uh, it's a very exciting day in sports. Not only Xander Bogarts becoming a Padre, but I and I know you want to get to it right away. But I, I I'm just over the moon that Brittany Griner's uh, coming home, and uh, that's kind of how my day started. I think a lot of people's day started that same way. So yeah, thank goodness for that. And uh, women's basketball players and uh, Americans in general, I think, are pretty excited that. Brittany Griner's finally coming home, but uh, yeah, Xander Bogarts uh, from Aruba to San Diego, and uh, man, it's pretty exciting to get another big name free agent. I, I, I don't think that you can call the Padres a small market team anymore. I, 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 I just don't want to. You can't. I don't care what the market size is. You can't call us a small market team. We're in there competing with everybody. You have for to, every single player. You now have to be definitive with that statement. If you want to say it's a it's it's a middle of the road media market, fine. But in terms of dollars spent on roster, yeah, yeah this is this is. I, I don't think. We qualify anymore for uh, no. small market. No, I, I, honestly, we haven't qualified for small market in maybe two or three years. Since but the day that this, Manny Machado yeah, signed, this board. O- this only reaffirms uh, that this, in terms of what the team will look like, not a small market team at all. Xander Bogarts is a Padre. Uh, we'll wait and see when there will be a press conference. I'm sure they are. I guess they're probably trying to scramble to get this done before the end of the week. Well, Obviously, it's a long, uh, it's a long swim right. from Aruba, <laughs> and, and we still have to push it, pull him out of the ocean on the uh, end of the fishing line. This is a guy. I don't think people realize how good he is. He, Tony. he is super talented, super good. He's been in the top twenty of the MVP balloting in the American League each of the last five years. So, I mean, not only is he good, but he's consistently good. He's been an All Star. 
in uh, three of the last four years and uh, finished ninth in the MVP balloting last year. And despite, you know, some numbers that for him, you know, at least in the power department, were a little lower than what we've seen. He had 15 home runs last yeah. year. Prior to that, 23, 33, 23. Yeah, I, I, so, this isn't... And, and listen, I, I think you you should know what type of player you, you're getting. This isn't a a bopper, so to speak. No, but he's uh, going to hit spray line he, drives he, all over he, the yard. He is. He is. He'll next to Manny. This will be. It'll be him and Manny is my guess for most consistent on the team. Him, Manny, and Soto. Assuming Soto gets back to where he normally is, that's the type of level consistency wise uh, that you're talking. I mean. Um, really, outside of his first two years in the league, uh, he hadn't hit below two seventy three. I no, mean, that's, he's mostly been over two ninety or three hundred. That's and that's so. a low. That's a lower uh, version lower of, end, of yeah. what he what he does. But four, four time All Star, as Chris said, he's been in the MVP conversation almost uh, every year he's been in the league. But this is a big signing for the Padres for sure. It's huge, and uh, you know I think it does. It, it kind of puts the whole puzzle. You know, starts to put the puzzle together as to what it's going to look like. I mean, Fernando Tatis Jr., we discussed this a couple of days ago at the baseball winter meetings that, you know, it might be time for Fernando to just throw away his shortstop glove. And I'm pretty sure this clinches it. I mean, I, I don't see Xander Bogarts moving around the field very much. I mean, he's going to be at shortstop, and obviously Manny's not going anywhere, and probably going to move Hassan Kim to second base, probably going to move Jake Cronenworth to first base. I say that now. Because who knows, the Padres may not be done. They may may sign somebody else as a first baseman DH type. But uh, welcome to the outfield, Fernando Tatis Jr. And I think it's kind of interesting because accident has turned into design for the Padres. I mean, he was only originally moved to the outfield as a way to protect him from injury a few years ago. And, you know, played it well enough and uh, was willing uh, to go out there and learn the outfield now. He's probably going to be full time, either in right field, left field, maybe center field. I, I, I that I don't know, but uh, it does seem like this ball club is starting to take shape. But Xander Bogarts, it's just—I I mean, you look at the absurdity of it all. That you know, here we are in San Diego, where we're supposed to be the little guy trying to catch the big dogs, and really, I mean, it's like the—they're uh, the, trying to catch us. You know, I mean, we keep. We, I, the Dodgers signed Jason Hayward to a minor league deal yesterday. The Padres signed Xander Bogarts. Used to be the other way around, Tony. We'd be sitting in there going, well, you know, Jason Hayward's a pretty nice player, and maybe he can get back to the way he was five years ago. Yeah, yeah. You're Meanwhile, right. the Dodgers are signing all the big-name talent away and running away with the division. I mean, you know, if Xander Bogarts you know, hits in the leadoff spot, Soto, Machado, Tatis... You kidding me? There can't yes, be a better listen. first four in in baseball for the last ten years. Yeah, you, you wonder um, how what what the next move is. We it clearly offense a bat was a high priority just based on what we heard during the winter meetings and what ended up happening happening uh, last night. Clearly, offense was was at a, a high priority. Uh, but there's certainly some spots that you would think the Padres are still going to address. Now, in terms of the move, on paper, I, I think from a physical standpoint, I should say, all of this is feasible, right? Kim could move to second base, no problem. We know Jake can move to first base, no problem. 
Uh, my guess, although there isn't a ton of reps or evidence behind it, my guess is Fernando will make the adjustment to the outfield. Fine. I saw one report where it's it's supposed to be Fernando and right, Soto and left uh, as the ideal situation. However, um, this is going to take some sacrifice from from quite a few guys and the willingness to to go out and do it. And in a perfect world, I, I think you would love to be, you you want to believe that. Fernando's going to be willing to to just do this, no no issues at all based on what he's been through. But um, and it's not just him. It, it, Kim's going to have to move. Cronenworth's going to have to move. And you want it to be all copacetic when it's done, right? You want it to be an easy transition. And that's the that's the thing that we'll be watching throughout the course of the year. Yeah, I I think it will be. And, and I mean, Bob Melvin has created a culture. Uh, here with this Padre Ball Club, and I give him some of the credit. I give the players most of the credit because they're the ones that actually have to make the sacrifices. But we've seen guys move around and, and play wherever is necessary. Um, you know, Cronenworth had to fill in a shortstop. He's gone over and played some great shortstops. So, uh, you know, if he's had to play first base, he's gone over and played some first base. You know, isn't it funny that Jake Cronenworth's career basically broke free when Eric Hosmer got a stomach ailment a few years ago and opened up a spot for him to play some first base. Now it looks like he's going to be back at first base, carrying a gold glove finalist with him over there. Same for Hassan Kim changing positions. You know, uh, but I, there's still probably one more piece that's needed uh, if you're the Padres. What I mean, piece is that? A DH. You know, I mean, I'm going to get greedy. I mean, let's go ahead and get ourselves a, not a big-time DH, but somebody to swing the bat. David Dahl's a nice little pickup. Could uh, could be a guy that, uh, you know, gets back to the way he swung it two David or three Dahl. years ago. Yeah, they signed him to a minor league contract yep. last week. And this is a guy that uh, had some good seasons for the Rockies, went to Texas and kind of disappeared from the scene. Uh, he could get some at-bats from the left side of the plate. Uh, I don't know where they go from the right side of the plate for DH, but... I thought you're probably more going to focus on Senga and the pitching staff and trying to add another starting pitcher. And, you know, like I said, there's no reason to put anything past the Padres at this point. They're they're going to be in on everything, and, um, you know, I don't think they're done. I no. just don't. No, they're definitely um, they're definitely not done. I, I, I don't I, – it would be hard to believe – it's hard to believe that they would be willing to spend this kind of money and not just – Finish it out in terms of yeah, some of the, as well. <laughs> the the open spots that I shouldn't even call far. it open spots. Just things that you want to sure up, really. Yeah, I mean, listen. To, I mean, this lineup. I mean, Cronenworth now goes to the bottom half of the lineup. Uh, you know, on this uh, the way this thing looks right now, it's just uh, it, it's really impressive what uh, you know this this team has done and what Peter Seidler's been willing to do. Is uh, I mean we can't thank him enough, and, and it's not me personally thanking him. I mean, it's just coming from Padre fans. If you're not ecstatic to be part a fan base of the this franchise, which is honestly telling us that the only thing they're in this for is to win the World Series. That's it. So you know, it's I mean, funny well, to how me. How else can you ask for anything more? It was funny to me is that you know here we are on December eighth. It's joyous. It's it's everything we want. I hope we keep this in mind because at some point during the twenty twenty three season we will be <laughs> we will <and> be <laughs> you and I will be trying to talk folks off 
And Xander Bogarts is another oh guy that came to San Diego that hasn't lived up to expectations. By the way, it's, it's this inevitable. This franchise is cursed. Uh, Chris, They're never going to score a run again. I thought the same thing when I was driving in today. I was thinking about everybody... You know, the so sky happy. is falling. Well, yeah, everybody's yeah. happy, and yeah. the sky will fall at some point. Right, it, it's going to. And it's just, it's just keep this in mind because ultimately, and, and you know, in some ways, you can't be mad at it because after getting to an NLCS last year, the expectation, you know, I mean, it hasn't been said yet. It hasn't, like, started yet, but I think we kind of all know what the expectation is now. Is it fair to say that uh, sitting here in December and we don't know what other moves are going to be made and what other developments are going to take place between now and then, but going back to last year, February, March, the Dodgers were a clear-cut choice to win the National League West. Without there a was doubt. no argument about it. The only argument coming might have been from the San Francisco Giants who had that great season two years ago. But everyone picked the Dodgers. The best the Padres could hope for going into last year was second place. And that's how it turned out in the NL West. The Dodgers ran away with it. As it sits right now, you've got to at least consider picking the Padres to win the NL West on paper. In fact, you're probably smart yeah. to do it. Well, not. I mean, right now, I don't think that there's a... Is, you don't even think it's a question. I don't think way? it's a question. I yeah. think the Padres will go into this season if as if things stand as they are right now, they will go into the season the favorites in the National League West. Yeah, and that's despite the Dodgers winning the National League West by however many games they had. Yeah, and last setting year. whatever records they set. Right, and, and you know that is. Um, and, and listen, all that's all that's nice, but again, as we saw during the season, I think. The expectation is just different now. It, it's it's been leveled up, right? I think last year, as you said, coming into the season, everybody was cool with the Padres finishing second. But as long as they got in, that that was the thing, and they did. And not only did they get in, they went on a run when they got in. But now that that bar has been reached, or, or, let's let's pose the question this way: or Would you would you be okay losing in another NLCS? Would, would that be- would that be satisfactory? It's hard for that not to be satisfactory. <laughs> it really, it's, it's, considering it's how blood, difficult it is to get that far in Major League Baseball, the way the playoffs set up. You know, I mean, if you got back to the NLCS, you'd have to consider it a successful season. But of course, I, you're going to be disappointed if you get that close and come up short again. But let, let's be we, honest, we could, Tony. Just finishing second and making the playoffs now is not you know, what we're looking at. We're looking at at least getting back to the NLCS and having another shot at winning this World Series. Those type of things are easy to look back on 10 years from now and be like, you know what, that was that was a pretty good run. You didn't win a championship, but pretty good run. If you're consistently getting there. The fact that we are even having this conversation is is, is somewhat mind-blowing to me. Yeah, but so uh, but fun. There, but there's, there's, there's so much work to be done. And so, um, you know, this is... Uh, Again, I think it's and Jesse brought this point up. I think when he was on with us, it's nice to see it happen during the off season, right? Sander Bogarts won't have to come in the middle of the season and try to kind of acclimate, acclimate himself. himself. Like he's gonna be, able, he's gonna have a full spring training ahead of him where he can get acclimated with not only the the staff but his teammates, and then he has a chance to really get acclimated with the city. Um, it's it's uh, this is an ideal situation for the Padres in terms of signing a guy, especially one of 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 this talent, 
um, and have him for the full 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 season. By the way, by the we, way, he's here for eleven years too. Yeah, eleven years. No kidding. He's going to outlast all of us. Uh, by the way, can we also get Jesse Agler back on the show so I can ask him that stupid question again? Because <laughs> remember, he got he got he got frustrated with me, rightly so, because I asked him what the Padres are going to do with their lineup configuration should they sign a big time shortstop. And he said. Well, I can't answer that because nothing like that has happened yet. Yeah. No. Well, now that it's happened, I, don't I think, want Jesse back so I can ask him the question. I, I don't know that everybody knew he was frustrated until now. We were the only ones actually who could. Who well, could... he wasn't frustrated. <laughs> that wasn't even fair. He just gave me a look like, are you really asking me that? And oh, now very... you know how I feel when I ask you guys something in the Big Five. Yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. So I got I got a little taste of my own medicine there. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, we got a lot to get to. Uh, clearly, big day in. Uh, in Padre land, big day, uh, really for America. Brittany Griner gets to come in, and although it wasn't the perfect result that I, I think we would have liked, uh, it was a result. And so uh, we got more sports ahead. More Gwen and Chris. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back to the program. 222 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Spending a couple of hours with you on this Thursday, the day after the baseball winter meetings. We are heading towards Thursday night football. It is quite the matchup tonight, folks. I must tell you, as the Las Vegas Raiders... Check into SoFi Stadium to take on the Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams, or what's left of them. Baker Mayfield's left of them. Yeah, <laughs> looks like he's going to start tonight, according to reports that the Rams are very seriously considering starting him if uh, John Wolford can't go. So that could make it a little interesting tonight. We'll have the game for you with coverage beginning at 430 this afternoon, but uh, of course, uh, the day after the big signing, the Padres inking Xander Bogarts. Welcome to, as they're calling it on Twitter, Tony San Diego. Now, oh, we already got our little oh, yeah. gimmicky uh, it didn't saying. Take huh? long. 
Did not like take it. long. I like it. It's easy. I, of course you do. It's easy. Of course, of course you, you do. do. It's easy. He likes everything. He does. <laughs> I do not like every nickname. I do not like every nickname, but what is Diego it? is. San Diego? Yeah, San Diego's pretty good. San Diego and uh, Padres hopefully will have a press conference uh, soon. And uh, you can be sure that if they do and when they do, we'll have it covered for you and you'll get a chance to meet Xander Bogarts along with the rest of us. But uh, in the meantime, uh, what does this mean? Where do the Padres go from here? What does it mean for Jerks and Profar? What does it mean for Brandon Drury? Uh, A couple of guys that were, uh, you know, a big part of things last year, free agents that are still free agents out there. Uh, Jerks and Profar doesn't seem to have a position left in San Diego. Brandon Drury seems like he does. Again, we just talked. First base DH is still kind of an uh, an open spot. So, did the Padres revisit uh, either of those guys? Tony, do you have any? I mean, I, I love Zane. First of all, I love Jerickson. I, I think they're going to miss his presence in, in a lot of ways. Um, but it doesn't look like he's got a position right now. How about Drury? I mean, do either of these guys interest you, or well, I mean, do you think, think the Padres about, look elsewhere? You have to think about it from Brandon's standpoint. Like, yeah. Where are his at bats coming from? His case, it might work, right? He could he could DH a, a he lot could because DH almost because, every game because ultimately you had you have to look at it from a from the guys who are out there who are platoonable who who are the guys who are platoonable right Grisham maybe Grisham Kim probably right Bogart's not going to be Soto's not going to be Toddy's probably not going to be no you know Cronenworth's not going to be most likely you know Manny's not so you know. For Drury, DH as a DH, you know, being able to maybe get a couple starts at first if they if they got to move Crone over to he second, can also, yeah. and he can also start at second. Drury, he played yeah, second no doubt. last year. He can year. do that too. So I think he's a very valuable guy. So is Profar, though. But too, that is but that is the point. Just though, can't have everything. Is he's he's valuable and he just come off his best season. So uh, I imagine yeah, his price right. is his price is gonna not gonna be cheap. And he probably wants to go somewhere where he can be an everyday middle of the order guy, play first base, and you if know, I was DH him, I would, right? I mean, side. he's he's had to deal with if he comes injury. back to San Diego, he's kind of the tenth guy on a ten man team, which is per, you know fine. Listen, with us. When, when you're when you're in Brandon's spot, you want um, you want what's the word I'm looking for? Opportunity? No, no, I think he's going to get opportunity. He wants like longevity. He wants some um, what's the word that stability? Stability. Thank you. Thank you were you, close Chris. to it. I, I heard it starting to creep out. I couldn't out. quite get there. I, I, heard, quite I heard it there. starting to creep out. <laughs> Stability, right? Yeah. Because you think of his career, he came off, came out like gangbusters, then got hurt, kind of battled that. He's been up and down. He's had a new home the past, what, three seasons? He probably wants to get in a place where he can get multiple years and have a chance to play. So, it, are the, listen, at this point, you can't put anything past the Padres in terms of what they can – afford to, to, to bring in. So I would say that he's still on the list. Uh, but, you know, it may not be a guarantee just based off of his own career. Yeah. Not necessarily what the Padres are looking for because obviously he fits for the Padres and what they what they have available. Yeah, I think he does. And, um, you know, again, because I, I, just a lot of people are saying, well, what about Brandon Drury? He'd be the perfect guy. But I think you're bringing up a great point, Tony. It, it has to work both ways. Right. And for Brandon Drury... There's probably another team that he can go to where he can be, get a lot more stability. Right. So uh, we'll see how that all turns out. We'll see what the Padres do about that DH or at spot. least, Or at least he is um, – that's what he's searching for. Now he has a chance he could go out there and, and the market isn't maybe what he, he thought it was going to be. And then he can come back to uh, – 
you know, a guy, a, a team like the Padres, if that's the case. Yeah. I'm um, trying to see if there's any other uh, first base DH types still on the market and, you know, not it's really thin. seeing anybody uh, that, that jumps out at me. So, um, you know, we'll see. But I, 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 again, I don't think the Padres are done, and I think pitching is a big deal. I mean, you know, somebody brought this up. Was it A.J. Casavell? Somebody a lot smarter than us brought it up yesterday and said, you know, the Padres had so much success last year with the six-man rotation, and it served them well. Once you got down to the final month of the season, they were able to go to five-man, but they had a, a rested bullpen, and everything worked out beautifully for the Padres on their pitching staff because they were willing to, you know, slow play their starting pitchers last year. You know, right now they have four, maybe five starters, but they're going to want another one for sure. And I, I just have to believe that uh, whether it's Senga, I don't know that Carlos Rodon is affordable now after, you know, getting Bogarts. I don't know if you come in and now get the best remaining pitcher available. He also, it would be wonderful, but, you know, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. That uh, I mean, at some point, Peter Seidler, you know, checkbook's got to dry up. So we'll see what they're doing. I mean, uh, who knows? I mean, uh, you know, there are some DH type. Michael Brantley was another name that was brought up to us. I like Michael Brantley. Yeah. He's 36 a, years old. Hey, listen, you could never. He's 36, year old, 36 years old, but the dude has never not hit. No. And there is, there is, you could never not have too many Xander Bogarts. Michael Brantley type guys in your locker room. These dudes are so valuable. Michael Brantley might be one of the best dudes in baseball. Yeah. And, and so, um, pertaining to his 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 production when he's healthy, he he's an extremely tough out. And you plug him in a lineup. Michael like Brantley's been playing for fourteen years. Yes, Tony, man. And yes, has man. Two ninety eight career batting average. I'm telling you, this is a professional hitter. That's pretty good. Um and He's a joy to watch play the game, even at the ripe age of 36. Yeah. Um, he if he's healthy, he, he, he's... Because he's... what would you do with $280 million? Huh? What would you do with $280 million? I'd buy Scraby some nicer clothes. What the heck? Just Start went, with that. Just went right in on you, Paul called the kettle black, even though you do look like you have some nice clothes on today. I'm I'm doing better. I will uh, no. say I will say that 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 Chris does give a little more variety than you do. A little bit. I wear my black t shirt today. He he, he, t- <laughs> he didn't have his Shamu shirt on today. No. Today he's got. No, he's got Jason Friday Jason. the 12th. Yeah. Thursday the 12th. <laughs> and you know what I did when I put it on this morning? I thought, what date is it? Is it the 12th? Will it work out? No, it's not. Chris is going to notice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, you asked me that question. Yeah. Two, what would you I do honestly, 280? Well, first of all, I would give a bunch of it away, and I'd try to you know help whatever I can help. But, would you? Um, you know, we, huh? Would you? Yeah, I would give some of it okay, away. Good. I, I would uh, two hundred and eighty million. Yeah, I mean you're not getting it all at God, once. I would hope that I so give a know. couple of million away to, to help you know uh, the homeless situation, or that's a, be the very least I could do. Good, good, good. Um, I, I, but you know, I would like to definitely. I said this before when we did our. I, I think we did our countdown of the Big Five. I, I, I want to jump on one of those year long cruises and go around the world, and then come back and go again. On another year, you want to get cruise. out on, on. I like those cruises, and I, I think if you're either a more cruise water. lover, 
Or you're you're the type that, that, that feels like you get stuck on those things. Oh, my gosh. A so year? you can't do it. Yeah, I could do it. Now, we're talking about getting off the boat at, like, different well, cities, though. Okay, yes. We'd go just around talk- and see sights around the world, and I would get off and... Uh, do some so excursions. you would just bounce for a year, like you'd be a year on the water, basically. I might bounce for two. Man, I don't know though. I'd miss you guys. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it. You want to get on a it boat? Sound like it. You want to get on a boat for two years? <laughs> I like what I do. I mean, I like the show. I like broadcasting, you know, Aztec games, and uh, I like refereeing my basketball. So it'd be difficult to give up that, but. Uh, that kind of money, it seems like you'd want to do something fun like that. I don't know. I'm not a big stuff guy. Scraby, what would you do? Not with, a stuff what, guy. So what I don't know that the, I'd go out and buy a bunch of stuff. What would be the first thing you would buy with 208? Well, it's really 25.5 million a year. So what would you do with that first 25 when the year was done? All right. I always, Say you played a season. Yeah. You, you, you didn't spend, and I could, I could see you not spending a dime of it during the season, but as soon as the off season comes, what do you buy? I'm I'm putting aside that I'm already going to be doing nice things for people. So the first yes. thing I'm going to do to spoil well, myself. I assume that you're going to give back. So first thing I'm going to do to spoil myself would be a round at Pebble Beach. After that's a what long you're doing. Season, a round that's at very Pebble expensive. Beach. That is very expensive. It's like Did over that really a cut bucks. into that money. I it, thought no. Uh, what you think? Because we did the list with the Powerball. What would we would do with that? And I said it oh, would be a right. trip to the moon. <laughs> and, it yeah. would, and it would be a. But more realistically, now that I'm thinking about it, I oh. would buy a, a nice car because I like I I like nice cars like Ferraris. You wouldn't get a house. You get a car first. I would get a apartment in <laughs> <laughs> a in a nice car, a small apartment. <laughs> what would you buy, Tony? Oh, sorry. He already has this money, Chris. He he doesn't. No, what would I buy? <laughs> He's already bought it. Oh, yeah. that's true. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I would do. I uh, I know you it would, would be like something to build for, a it would, complex. It, it would be backyard. something for my children for sure. What do you What do you think that he's What do you think that he does with that? I mean, he's he's been he's been bringing in good cheese for quite some <laughs> bit. This is just a little bit of a bump. You know one thing about this whole thing with uh, Xander Bogarts coming to San Diego is that the Red Sox fans have lost all faith in their franchise. And they should. They should. All faith. They should. Uh, that's not an organization that should be. What is, this? is this the second year now they're rebuilt? The third? Second? second? Second or third, yeah. Yeah, this takes a huge piece out of the Red they, Sox. This shouldn't, sure. they, they shouldn't really. I guess you have to get into these situations sometimes. But when, when, when far I they're not with far when uh man what's the uh Dodgers John Henry no oh, the Dodgers uh Friedman right Andrew Friedman yes, when Andrew yes, Friedman yes. took over I don't remember the Dodgers like going down like this and then like reviving it kind of just stayed steady and then they got really really good right it's just it's just weird to see how you know they, they both come from the same Tampa tree uh the the, the GM for the Red Sox and and and, and Friedman but Right now, it's in early stages for for Boston, I guess. And this one, this one hurts probably the most. Right? That's what a lot of fans just, are saying. It doesn't hurt the most. You just got to consider that you already lost Mookie Betts when you probably should have held on to him. He left, and now the the NL West is just haunting the Red Sox right now. <laughs> it really yeah, is. Yeah, they're guys all over town. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I I think Xander, base, you know, Don Orsillo, who had Xander. They when lost he, Don Orsillo, too. They did. <laughs> As big, I said, the NLS is just raking the Red Sox over the coals there. I, I would say 
from talking to Don, he said this prior to even Xander Bogarts even being a option before he was a free agent. He has raved about the type of individual Xander Bogarts is. So I have no doubt he's going to fit in San Diego like a glove. Now, yeah, like a glove, like a glove. We uh, talked to Rob Bradford earlier from WEEI in Boston, and basically what he said is that you're not just getting a great baseball player; you're getting a great overall guy. And I think something that's pretty important is, and someone I can't remember who brought it up on the show earlier, but Fernando might need someone that's can can mentor him, another mentor, Listen. and that's good because he has Xander Bogarts has done a lot. He's had to build his career with the Boston organization, and he's gone through a lot. Listen, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of guys willing to do it, but I think for, for Fernando, it's it's about him and him turning the corner on his own. Um, I think he, he he's plenty mature enough um, to do this. And so it's nice that, as I said, you can never have too many, you know, Joe Musgroves, Xander Bogarts. You can never have too many of those guys those type of guys in your locker room. I thought of another thing I'd do with all that money. <laughs> What's that? I would uh, try to get together with a group and buy a team. Oh, a football that, team? I don't know. That 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 I think I'd have to find whatever open. I, I can't afford an NFL team, right? I was gonna say you need. I don't know if you can afford bill. any team right I now. I can't even afford an NHL team. I, 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 I well, maybe an NHL team. I heard. Uh, I heard through. I heard through Grapevine that you know. I know Anaheim's owner. Is talking about selling oh, the Angels, Artie Moreno, Artie Moreno, the I mean, Angels. You, yeah. you, they're saying something around three billion. <laughs> I wouldn't be a great owner. Wow, though. right? Would, so, so you're a little short, actually. If you want to, you go, yeah, you're gonna need a few partners. Be really short. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm need a bunch of but I, I would not be a great baseball owner because I'd probably be meddling too much. Oh, you would be. You would be a meddler. A You'd be a meddler. I'm a little bit of a med- not a meddler in terms of business. <laughs> meddler in terms of being a fan, like the business side, and let them run the business side, but. Uh, you know, I'd want to be in on trades and be in on, you know, signings and putting together the roster. Uh, we can't trade for that guy. <laughs> we can't trade for him. He, he has done me so he's done me wrong in fantasy, fantasy so can't much. Do it. Can't yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> he's not he's not good on my fantasy roster. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. Get rid, rid of, of him. him. Get rid of him. He uh, says. DeGrom. So there's a lot going on today. Uh Jacob DeGrom had his presser today. Uh he was introduced as as a new Ranger. Uh, currently, right now, Trey Turner's going through the same thing, or he has just gone through the same thing. Now he's doing some interviews for MLB. We do have uh, uh, somebody who wants to chime in on the conversation. Zach's on the phone. Zach, welcome to the show. Hello? Zach, where are you coming from? Where are you at, man? Oh, hello? Yes. Hello? Hello? Zach? Hello? I don't know what's happening with the phone. I don't We're going to have to check there. it out. Yeah. Phone issues? <laughs> Oh, no, never. Yeah, that would be never. <laughs> that would never, be ever, first. ever. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, the Padres uh, didn't, they, they're out there doing this, right? It's still, it's, I, I got, I, my phone blew up, obviously, once, once it happened. Um, and everybody's super excited. It's just still fascinating that, and I, I again, you're not surprised because we heard the reported rumors on Judge, although it also was reported that there wasn't actually numbers expressed but that number didn't come out of thin air. And we heard the reports on Trey Turner. Uh, it's just fascinating that they are in this pool. They are fishing in this pool. Yeah. And they've been there for a while now. Yeah, they have. It's like they, they post up in like, the same. They, didn't just they like found their little honey the hole. And now, and now security has caught them and thrown them out. 
they're still in there, you know, with the Yankees and the Dodgers and everybody else. I mean, look, the Dodgers weren't even in the pool with them this time. Do you know who? I mean, now you know who think what team things are getting tight for? The Giants. I mean, this is. We've been going what three years, four years, where they were three years. They've been expecting to spend big money on big free agents, and Plan A hasn't worked. And in the past, they've kind of went away. This year, I don't know that they. We we heard we talked to John Heyman. We talked to a few different people. Most people feel like they got to move. They got to make some type of move. So does that mean they overpay now for for Carlos Correa, who's a fantastic player, but? Their choice was judge. Giant fans are getting a little frustrated. I'm I, sure. I, I'm sure. I mean, I mean, two years ago they won 107 games and beat the Dodgers. By the way, Last that didn't year, help. They were barely 500. That did not. That, that, help that didn't anything. help the whole plan, right? Because yeah, they wanted to kind of just cruise under the radar and then boom, put a put a, a, a strong team out there. That sped up the process. It seemed like a little bit. Them winning what 110. I think 107. 107. 107. I think they beat the Dodgers by one game. Uh-huh. The Dodgers won 106. 107 games. And so this year they get rejected by Judge. I don't know if they were in on any of these other big free agents, but that was certainly the one they wanted. Yeah, it seemed like they were they were Aaron Judge or bust. They were going to put everything they had into it. I mean, he rejected it. He rejected to give his home team a, another shot. And to Yankees' credit... They did what they had to do, because it wouldn't have been easy on them if they left let Judge go either. No, it, it would. It would probably. It wouldn't have. It wouldn't have put the Yankees in a similar situation as the Red Sox, but it would have felt the same as Bogarts rolling away from there. Uh, we. I, I found out the name now. It's actually Nixon is on the phone. Oh, that's why. Oh, that's, that's why, why the suppose Zach. No, was and then I asked for their name, and, and they said Zach, and I was so confused. But anyway, Nixon is on the phone. Nixon, welcome to the show. Hi, Nixon. Hey. What's on your mind, Nixon? Uh, just excited that Bogarts is coming. Yeah, you're excited that Bogarts is coming. How old are you, Nixon? Yeah. Eight years old. Eight years old. See, we're starting our new round yeah. of fans for the next wave <laughs> early. Nixon, That's good, Nixon. Nixon, what, what is it that you like about Xander Bogarts? He's a superstar player. I mean, he's going to be a good addition to the team. I like it. Absolutely. I like it. I like it, Xander. Thank I mean, not Xander. That's <laughs> Nixon. <laughs> Nixon, thanks for the phone call. Nixon sounds like he's polishing up on, on, on a broadcast career. He, he is. Started he off was... earlier than I did. I called Sports Talk Radio when I was about 12. Really? You, you called in. Why does that not surprise me? I want to me? talk about the Dolphins. <laughs> I remember my very first phone call. Who was it with? Uh, it wasn't. Uh, the, well, the host of the show was a guy named Bud Ferrillo. Uh, back in L.A., back in the glory days. And he had a guest on, and his guest was a guy by the name of Ken Venturi, who was a former PGA golf guy and then at the time was a golf analyst for maybe CBS or one of those. Yeah, one of those, yeah. And uh, so I came on, and, uh, you know, I asked Ken Venturi why golfers bend down behind a putt and hold their putter out as in terms of trying to figure out I, I was wondering what, That's actually what they a good were question. doing. That is a good That's question. question. That's what they said. <laughs> That's what who Carrillo said. went out of his way to say, how old are you, young man? And I said, I'm 12. And he said, that is a very intelligent question for a young listener to know, you know, that the... The plumb bobbing? 
that they're up to something back there. The 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 and the budding uh, career started for yeah, you, right? That's, true. that's where it all began. Wow. Uh, wow. What was the answer to that, by the way? Um, you know, I was so excited to hear that I was pretty good. <laughs> you didn't even hear an that, answer. Uh, you know, I don't really. I think the answer was something about you know the reading the break of the green or something like that, and which way the ball's going to turn. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When they put the ball. Ken Venturi was very impressed that I would ask that question, though. I do remember that. That is pretty impressive. I was pretty excited. Uh, can I can I share a stat that Sam that just popped in my head? We, Sam shared earlier. And did you guys know it, it, when Xander Bogarts gets in the lineup, his war is over five? There are going to be four players in the Padres lineup with a war over five. The last time that was done was the 1927 Yankees. How awesome is that? Wait, how many guys in the lineup? Over At least five? four over uh, four players over five war. And somebody's gone back through the war of every <laughs> roster since nineteen twenty seven. You know, there's some writer out there somewhere that's My doing goodness. that. Definitely not a writer. Find something else to do. It's a statistician. <laughs> something along those lines. Yeah, but that's. Uh, I mean, that just shows you so kind the of twenty seven Yankees doing. and the twenty three Padres. Time to compare the two. One in the same. Yeah, Ninety six years same. apart. No. Let's hope that that. I tell you what, uh, Dansby Swanson and Carlos Correa got to be feeling pretty good right now as the last two guys out, and there's been a ton of money thrown out there, ton. You think Dansby Swanson goes back to the Braves? I mean, they they seem to lump all their. I think I think Atlanta is banking on his market not being as strong as he thinks it's going to be. I think it's a dangerous game. You already lost out on, on Freddie Freeman, and you could argue you were able to get Matt Olson, so it's not a wash, but you got closer to that type of production. Where are you going to get that from now? I mean, who's trading a guy like that at this point, at that position? I can't think of anybody. So, 27 Yankees, by the way, went 110 and 44. So is that what so your expectation is? That's what you're looking at, Scraby. All right. 111 games it is. 111 wins, says Scraby, based on the war statistic. Franchise record is 99? Padres, 98. 98. 98 and 98. Yeah, that's the record. They never won 100. Man, they so. choked that off. They could have got to 100 easy. Yes, that's right. They struggled September down the stretch. A stretch. It was yeah, a struggle. They struggled that year. Bruce Bochy, that was great seeing him, wasn't it? Earlier it this was. week at the he, uh, he looked refreshed. baseball winter meetings. He's the best. And then he opened his mouth and talked, and I'm like, oh, that voice. <laughs> <laughs> he almost didn't make it, though, because Fort Knox was. <laughs> oh, right. we talked about it earlier. Yeah. Yeah. You he know, had trouble I, getting through. He, he As he came walking up, you could see the security guard sizing him up. Oh, yeah. Well, who's this? Well, he was codger. sizing everybody. <laughs> and yeah. Bochy was. was sizing him up, and the security guard was sizing him up. 
Pochi had no pass of any kind. No pass. And that's the thing. It, it, our it, table was seated was one yard. It was a large the, stride from yeah, from where the, where the he security guard. We were one yard time. beyond where Bochi was allowed to go, and the security guard absolutely positively would not let him through. And uh, yeah, it was it was tough. Bochi for- was doing everything he could to not give it the old. Do you know who I am? <laughs> oh, oh, Scraby came over and said, "Do you know who I am?" <laughs> no, I did not. That didn't seem to get I was I was uh, waiting for him to start kicking imaginary dirt, <laughs> like he was being ejected from a game. He uh, AJ didn't have much. Uh, much AJ, more success. AJ had to turn around and leave, <laughs> and all Tony was trying to do was ask him about, uh, about playing pickup basketball. That's all I was trying to ask him. And, and, and my so man AJ was comes like, over to come talk to Tony, and the guy's like, "No, put his hand down. Where's your pass?" So much so, I had to get up from our table and like kind of walk with AJ towards the yeah. escalator, just so it did like get more yeah. uncomfortable than it and, was. And already again, getting. I appreciate people doing their job because there are some there are some people, high profile people, you don't want crazies up there, but at the same time it was a lot when they were only three feet away from where the security guard was standing. Yeah. Well Scraby also, your efforting to get in the day you were running a little late was kind of fun. <sighs> well that guy was so nice flum- enough to. You were so flummoxed. He wasn't as hard on 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 the pass. As, no, as... no, but he wanted to see it. He wanted to see the pass, and I had to dig through my bag, and I was like shaking. I was like, "Oh gosh, where is this pass?" You got through easier than Bochi and uh, AJ Because I go, I'm looking through my bag, and I said, "Can I put it on the table?" And he looks at me. And he's like, "Well, that's past the line." I'm like what? <laughs> is that what he said? As you yeah, were he said it was past the line, and I was like, "I'm just wow. trying to get my pass out." But you that's, know why that happened? That's past the line. You know why that happened? Is because there, oh, was, yeah. there was someone there that yeah. did something extremely dumb and made everyone else suffer for it. Yeah. That's why it got real hard the next Because the first day, it wasn't that bad. First no, day, no. They first were day still checking, that bad. but it was like, it wasn't so Fort Knoxian. Yeah, no. After uh, someone. After the tape gate, <laughs> it, got a little, it got a little tougher. It did. It really did. Three o'clock hour on the way. Short show. Thursday night football follows. I wonder if some daily gambit follows. <laughs> yes, no. Tony's I'm trying, I'm trying the game. To Raiders, the game. Rams. Raiders, Rams. And Rams. I have the new odds on the Padres in the World Series of 2023 after Xander Bogarts. I bet they're pretty good. I bet they are too. We're going to Chris on the way. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.